Hallelujah. Now, this morning, I want us to talk about Japheth. There's a man in the Bible called Japheth. And my message is from trial to triumph. We've been speaking about trials. But through every trial, God will take you, will take you to triumph. Through every trial, through every challenge, God will take you to triumph. Now, I want us to open the book of Judges, chapter 11, verse 1 to 11. It talks about this young, this young man, uh, Japheth. Judges comes after Revelations. Are you there? Revelation comes after... Genesis. Are you there? Okay, first one. It says, Now Japheth of Gilead was a great warrior. He was the son of Gilead. But his mother was a prostitute. Sure. What a beginning of a verse. It starts with his greatness and it ends with something that was bad. So it says there was, there was this, you know, Japheth. It says he was a great warrior. So great warrior means he might, be, he might have been a skillful warrior. You know, there might have been something good about him when it comes to the battle or when it comes, you know, to the war. Uh, you know, as great as he was, there was a label on his head. No matter how great you are, no matter how good you are or the things that you do for people, they will always have a label on your life. We still remember Mary Magdalene. She was a woman of God. She, she, she served Jesus Christ. There was at one stage she, she washed Jesus' feet with an expensive perfume. But they always reminded her that Mary of where? Magdalene. Now, if you remember Magdalene, Magdalene was a place of prostitutes. It was a place where prostitutes were staying. So each and every time when they were saying Mary Magdalene, they were reminding her of her past. No matter how good she was, no matter how she has repented, no matter the good things that she was doing, they always had a label for her. So even Jephthah of Gilead was a great warrior. But people always reminded her, hey, don't forget, you are a child of a prostitute. Sometimes even as the children of God, there's greatness that God has put in you. But there are labels that are there. And people close doors because of those labels. People, uh, you know, sideline you. People talk about you, you know, because of these things. Now when we read verse 2, it says, Gilead's wife also had several sons when uh, 
these half brothers grew up, they chased uh, they chased Jephthah of the land. You will not get any of our father's inheritance. They said, for you are a son of a prostitute. As if it was not enough. Even his half-brothers were discriminating him because of where he's coming from. But I want to say to you this morning that God is doing a new thing. God is cutting off of all the past. I don't know where you're coming from. Maybe you're coming from a background of witches. Maybe you're coming from a background of youngers. Maybe you've been raped. Maybe a family that you're coming from is poor. Maybe they're struggling with the same sickness. But I want to declare this morning that God has got the power to take you from any curse to a blessing. To take you from a trial to triumph. Whatever bad things that have happened to you, don't allow them to follow you into 2021. You see, these people, they did not talk about that he was a warrior. They said, you are not going to get the inheritance because you are a child of a what? Of a prostitute. The devil is there to do what? To condemn. The devil is there to tell you what? You cannot do it. The devil is there to tell you what? You cannot survive. You are cursed. You are bewitched. You are like your family. You are not capable. You are not strong enough. You are not wise enough. You are not qualified enough. Let me tell you, God qualifies the unqualified. God does not operate according to the system of the world. He's got his own system. And I want to tell you that God will take you from trial to triumph. Hallelujah. So, 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 so it says, and, 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 and he fled, verse 3, he fled from his brothers and lived in a land of Tobo. Soon he had a band of worthless rebels following him. This is the life of a Christian. Sometimes you, you, you shift away from your purpose because people are talking about you. Sometimes you, 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 you shift away from your purpose because people did not treat you well. Sometimes you shift from what God has called you to do because people have evil hearts. So he ran away. Sometimes we run away from the purpose of God. Sometimes we run away from what we are supposed to do. What has God called you to do and you are not doing it? Now his call was to be a what? When we read verse 1, a warrior. So he ran away from all that because his brothers were on him. Because life was unfair to him. This was not because of his fault. He didn't ask to be born of a prostitute. 
Sometimes you just find yourself in a situation. Not because you were intentional about it. He was not intentional. He didn't plan this. Sometimes life just happens. <laughs> you find yourself in a job that you don't love. You find yourself in a situation that is giving you heartaches and pains and stress. And you feel as if you can run somewhere to a place that will give you peace. But when he ran, the Bible says he met a band of worthless rebels. So meaning he could not even find people who could encourage him. To say, hey man, remember that you are a warrior. Remember who you are. God can take you out of this situation. No, it says he met people who are worthless. So they were just as discouraged as he was. So they couldn't help him. Sometimes people around you cannot help you. Sometimes your boss cannot help you. Your friends sometimes cannot help you. Your relatives, sometimes your parents cannot help you. You find yourself in a situation where nobody can help you. The system cannot help you. The doctors cannot help you. You have tried all the prophets. They cannot help you. And the pastors cannot help you. It looks like everyone is worthless. But let me tell you, our God is a good God. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows all those people who are bewitching you. He knows all those people who are jealous on you. He knows all the people who are sidelining you. He knows all the people who are talking bad about you. False accusation, false information. He knows about them. But let me tell you, that does not stop God from fulfilling his purpose about your life. The ultimate purpose of your life will come to pass. Whether witches like it or not. Whether your haters like it or not, or they speak on what God has ordained. So stop walking, uh, you know, stop to walk worried. Stop being worried about your past. Stop being worried about where you come from. Maybe you're coming from a family of curses. Stop being worried. God has ordained you. That setback is a setup. For triumph. That sickness is a setup. That pain it's a setup for greatness. Sometimes God does not want the devil to see what he's about to do behind the scenes. Hey, we serve a God who works behind the scenes. When Jesus died on the cross. The devil was celebrating. The devil was so happy. The devil made a bash and a party and invited all the demons to say, yes, we've got him. But they didn't know that the Jesus went down to Hades. While they were celebrating, he went down to unlock the gates of hell. He went down to unlock all the curses that were so 
blessings while the devil was celebrating. Sometimes when God is silent, he is working behind the seats. Just leave the devil to celebrate. God is working. God is at work. God will cause a situation in your life so that that situation will take you to a higher level. Look, your haters will promote you. Those who reject you, they will promote you. When the devil was killing Jesus, he thought he was destroying him. But actually, he was helping him to fulfill the destiny and what was spoken by the scriptures. For him to rise, he had to do what? To die. But the devil was celebrating the what? The death. Not knowing that within the death, there is a rise. Our loss in Christ is a gain. And when you lose something, start to rejoice and say, I thank you Lord that I'm gaining something. This was the attitude of David. He says, he prepares a table for me in front of my enemies. So when he sees enemies, he sees what? A table. When he sees enemies, he sees something great. So there is something coming. So the Bible says rejoice in your trials. Because they are not there to destroy you, but they are there to do what? To take you to a higher level. Now it says in verse, we read verse 1, 9. Are you reading with me or I'm reading alone? Verse 4. And it says, now about this time, the Ammonites began war against Israel. So God will, will prepare a crisis somewhere else so that he can lift you up. Now there was a war against the people who chased him away. There was a war against the people who called him a son of a prostitute. Now there was a war that was raised against the people who said you don't deserve an inheritance because you are a bastard. You see, when God has favored you, it doesn't matter what people do to you. It doesn't matter what life throws at you. You will come up on top. Amen. God will, will cause a crisis in the enemy's camp. Amen. And that crisis will benefit you. Amen. They will hate you, talk about you, and do whatever that they want, but leave them to God. Amen. God will deal with them. We were reading one verse 4, verse 5. When the Ammonites attacked the elders of Gilead, sent uh, of Gilead, they sent for uh, for Jephthah in the land of Tob, and the elders said, no, does this make sense? Now, they are attacked, but they want
want to call a son of a prostitute. They want to call the one who does not deserve an inheritance. They want to call the one who they said is a bastard. Yeah, God is about to locate you. They have sidelined you enough. They will get into trouble so that they call you. Hey! I don't know you hear what I'm saying. The elders who knew that he was a son of a prostitute, who despised him, they are calling him. There's something that God has placed inside of you. There is something special when you are a child of God that God has inside of you. Even when the world can push you around and do whatever that they want to do, but they cannot take away what is inside of you. I've got Jesus, and you can take him away from me. I've got something, and you can't take it away. You're a child of God. There is something in you. There is something. Ask yourself, why is the devil fighting you? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Why is it so difficult for you to achieve things? And for others, you know, things are just smooth. The devil won't fight you if you belong to him. If he fights you, it means you are on the right side. And it's because he sees the future. Some of you are not aware of the things that God is about to do in your life. But the devil is fighting you so much because he knows that if there is no distraction, you are going to cause trouble. You are going to be a problem child in the kingdom of darkness. There is something, there is a gift, there is something that God has placed inside of you. And that's something will cause people to come to you. You won't chase after things. They will come to you. There's something is placed inside of you. Look at what the elders say. They say, come and be our commander. A commander. They said he does not deserve inheritance. They said he's a bastard. They said he's a son of a prostitute. They said he's worthless. So from, from worthless to commander. From prostitute son to commander. When God finally elevates you, you will not believe it. You will not believe. That's why the Bible says no eye has seen what God is about to do. No ear has heard what God is about to do to those who truly love him and those who truly trust him. And it says, help us fight the Ammonites. Those who, who bewitch you, they will come and ask for help from you. And they will realize, they will see, hey, there is something here. Those who try to pull you down, to pull you down, they will see when God elevates you to another level. 
Hallelujah. And verse, verse 7 he says, but, but, but Jephthah said to them, are you, are you not the ones who hated me and drove me from my father's house? Why do you come to me now when you are in trouble? God will cause trouble in the camp of your enemies so that they will come and ask for help from you. So they will swallow their pride. You will make them to swallow their pride. Not just to come and apologize, but they will come to lift you up. And this is what God. And then and, and, and it says verse 7. But oh yeah, we read verse 7. Eh? Verse 8. Because we need you. We need you. I asked myself, why didn't they see that they did him before? Before they said he was the son of a prostitute. We need you. The people who hate you, they will need you one day. Those who plot against you, they will need you one day. Don't worry about the things that have happened this year that are negative. They are working for your good. God is well able to change any situation. God is able to move you forward. Verse 9, Jephthah said to the elders, let me get this straight. If I come with you and if the Lord gives me victory over the Ammonites, will you really make me the ruler of the people? And they said, the Lord is our witness. The elders replied, we promise to do whatever you say. Hey, imagine Batamu and Abahokovara so Samuelela Reasitia. These people were regarding you worthless. These people were regarding you that you are nothing. That you are a bastard. But it says, yeah, they said, whatever you said. God can humble any situation that makes his children to strive. Any situation that makes you to strive as a child of God or that makes you to feel the pain, God will humble that situation. And if it's the person, he will humble that person. You are not a child of God by mistake. You are carrying Jesus. Jesus is inside of you. Jesus says, whatever you do to the list of my brothers, you're doing it unto me. There's a shift that is coming. God is taking you from trial to triumph. The things that have been haunting you, you will no longer see them. That situation that is so painful and hurting, it will work for you. This is what they say. And the people made him... Yeah, so Jephthah went, to, uh, went with the elders of Gilead and the people made him their ruler and the commander of the army. They made him from a son of a prostitute to a ruler. There are so many people who were qualified, so many people who were wise, so many people who were skilled, so many people uh, um, you know, who looked uh, the part, 
doesn't look the part. But when God has ordained you, he will make it to work. Sometimes even you, you, you don't know what to pray for. You don't even know how to pray out of that situation. God, if God has ordained that victory, you will become victorious. You don't even have to be knowledgeable. Look, look, look. Joshua. The Bible says Joshua was fighting in a battle. And as he was fighting, it says uh, uh, the sun was going down. And it means they will not be able to destroy all their enemies. Listen to his prayer. This was not a scientific prayer. It was a layman's prayer. He didn't do uh, geography or astrology or science. But listen to what he, when he prays, what he says. He says, God, do what? Stop the what? The sun. Those who went to school will understand that it is not the sun that revolves around the earth. But it's the earth that revolves around the sun. Or you're also clueless like Joshua. <laughs> Do you know that the sun is not moving? Yeah? Is it moving? Yeah? Hey, The sun is not moving. It's the earth that rotates around the sun. But it's prayer. It says, God, hold the sun. you show up in prayer and say what you say God understands what you are meaning <laughs> I don't know you hear what I'm saying all you need you need to show up in prayer sometimes the situation is so heavy you are so heavily burdened you don't know even where to start sometimes you have been praying for this thing for so long and you don't have the right words. You don't know how to, to articulate in a way that the words will, will, will mean what you want to say. But I want to say to you, whatever you say, God understands. And he knows what you're meaning. And he will make a way where there is no way. He will give you the triumph. All you got to do something in you. The Bible says the Holy Spirit, when we can pray, he helps us to pray. He speaks on our behalf. He's our advocate. You have an advocate. So when people do wrong things, hey, don't worry, you have an advocate. He's going to stand for you in a spiritual judgment court. And say, ah, they are guilty. They must pay. And they will pay. And now here are the enemies of Jephthah who chased them away. Who spoke all sorts of negative things. 
who believed that he was incapable of anything because he was born of a prostitute. Your situation does not determine where God is taking you. Don't define yourself by what is happening in your life. Don't define yourself by your past. Don't define yourself by your bloodline. Don't define yourself by your sickness. Don't define yourself by your work or whether you've lost your work. And I want to speak also to man. To say if you've lost your work, don't define yourself by work. You are a child of God. Don't define yourself by the size of your banking account. You see, never write off a child of God when he has fallen. Never write off a child of God. They have a way of coming back. They have a way of bouncing back. And tell your enemies, tell your demons, tell the devil that I am bouncing back. Yes, 2020 was a difficult year. You might have other plans also in 2021, but I'm bouncing back. I'm coming back because I'm a child of God. And I'm going to come out strong, more powerful, more focused, more loaded, more with wisdom and strength. The Bible says those who are weary, <laughs> they shall mount up like eagles. Since they shall have new strength, I will renew their strength. God will renew us next year. This coming year is renewing you. It's going to be a better year. Within the midst of the troubles that we'll be facing next year, you will stand up. You will survive. You will get new deals. You will get a new job. You will get a new promotion. God will take you from one level to another level in the midst of the storms. Remember, the peace of God is not the absence of wars and commotion and trouble and trials. But he will give you peace in the midst of the storm. God will not take you out of your fire, but he will bless you in the fire. He made Joseph <laughs> a gatekeeper in jail. <laughs> I don't know you hear what I'm saying. He was promoted while he was in jail. They end up giving him the keys. Imagine you're in jail, they give you the keys of jail and you are a prisoner. A prisoner being given the keys to say lock the other prisoners. And when you finish, you can lock yourself and, and sleep with the keys. Is that not favor? It's favor. And he took him from jail to Paradise. From trial to trial. I believe you're encouraged. I want you to finish this year strong. Strong doesn't mean you have everything that you want. Strong doesn't mean everything has gone your way. But it means you're finishing knowing that God is good. That from any trial, he will take me to triumph. 
God will cause every situation to work for my good. This situation worked for good for Jephthah. He saw it as a setback. But God planned it as a comeback. 